two of Below the Surface with MJ. And I'm sitting here talking to Pastor Alexander Gibson, centered around the title Religion versus Relationship, the Millennial and Gen Zers Dilemma. And this conversation has been so good, right? And I really hope, again, and I pray, you know, before I even talk to anybody, I pray over my conversations Absolutely. because I really want it to be something that helps somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so we finish at this thought of just, the church being not a place where people feel welcome, yeah. right? And yeah. and so um, we are creating environments where they, people aren't feeling welcome, they yeah. aren't feeling valued, they aren't necessarily feeling that they're getting what they need, right? right? Um, now, this is no reflection, again, this conversation, let me make a disclaimer, this is no <laughs> reflection on the churches that we're both affiliated that's right, with, that's okay? Right, that's right. Because I don't need no problems, right. all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, basically, in my research, and quite naturally just being in the church all yeah, my life, yeah. I've been in the church all my life, yeah. and my grandfather was a preacher, all of my uncles are preachers, the Elliots, Leroy Elliot, yeah. my dad, of course, yeah. Um, and his cousin, Joe Williams in Atlanta, and my grandmother's cousin, Frank Ray. Like, yeah. I come from a line of preaching preachers. preachers. Yes, preaching <laughs> preachers. Um, so, and I really come from that old church, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm noticing that our generation's tolerance for foolishness is low, right? Like, let's be real. Our generation will never retire from a job. Mm -hmm. You know, if we feel something, we put in our two weeks notice. I'm you, <laughs> we out we're the door. Out. We're out. So we have to, you know, we have to keep stuff like that in yeah. mind, right? Yeah. We have a clear direction of what we want and mm -hmm. what we don't want. That's right. So with that being said, I think our generation struggle with the traditionalism of church, and churches are having to step away from that to be mm -hmm. more inclusive. Mm -hmm. So let's talk through this idea. Talk through the stigmas people outside the church have about people within the church, right? Because okay. we often come off as exclusive mm -hmm. based on traditionalism. It's like you talked about the girl that said, you know, it's, it's pretentious, mm -hmm. right? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we talk through the stigmas people on the outside have about the people on the inside, we do. We, we have this, you know, like, we think everybody is supposed to understand it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, we you know, I... I think that if people would understand that the church is full of people, mm, yeah, humans. I think <laughs> that we would we would give each other and ourselves a little bit more grace. Right. Um granted there are there are some people that, you know, that when you go to church and you see them, you just like, uh-uh. Right. <laughs> yeah. She ain't she she's not real. She you right. know. Um but there are some people who are there who are who are literally like struggling their way mm. through some things. Right. And so as an as an institution, as as a body, mm -hmm. as the family of God, mm -hmm. we have to be ready and prepared to receive these people. Right. The I, I say this all the time. Uh the sins of 1999 right. the, let me go further back the sins of the 1900s period yeah are no comparison to the sins of 2020 <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there are there are children no. who are struggling Seriously. with things yeah that their parents didn't struggle with until they became adults exactly and so we have to find a way to minister to the whole man mm -hmm. um I, i've been 
I told you, um, yeah. you know, that uh, the Lord moved me to, uh, to, to acknowledge Mental Health Awareness Month in our church. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my pastor surprised me. He didn't even tell me. Um, I teach our Bible studies on Wednesday nights. Uh -huh. um, and so I've been doing a series called Scripture and Sanity, mm -hmm. um, finding your, your mental wellness in God. Mm -hmm. And then he shows up Sunday and um, he starts preaching on self-care. And he says, well, I'm going to do a series, too, uh -huh. on Sunday morning. So, awesome. so we have kind of uh, tag team, uh, team and, and collaborated because um, things like mental health needs to be talked about it in the do. church. It, it does. It needs to be talked about we in gotta the church. We got to break these stigmas we, down. We do. We do. Oh, my God. It's just so much. It and, is. you know, one thing I've desired so much, and I've said this so often, mm -hmm. I think... You know, sometimes we always think about the people outside the church, but sometimes I'll be looking for something so much more. I'm telling you. Uh, when I go to church, yeah. I really be wanting just to be able to just freely. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes, even in, within the church, you get judged like, what yeah. is she crying for, girl? Yeah. She must be going through I'm something. I'm telling you. Like, it's... no, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have to do, and I and and we will become so much lighter, and yeah. we will be so much more free if we would just realize the person sitting across from you, that's 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 that looks like they have it all together, they dress to the nines or whatever the case is, they are struggling with something. Right. You know, the person that the person that's ushering, the person that's singing in the choir, the one that's preaching. The one that's preaching. And that's and that's where and it's okay. It and that's what I need people to get. It is perfectly fine that you have a struggle, a problem, a situation. Yes. Because this is how you are able to minister to somebody else. Yes. You know. And that's the whole reason why God exists. Absolutely. Right? He, Absolutely. Didn't, he didn't expect us to be perfect, right? Yep. But he did he did have a desire for us to meet him mm -hmm. and seek him, right? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Okay, so listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there is a study that goes on to list the 15 key leadership traits church leaders must possess to connect with millennials mm. and Gen Zers. And one being relatability. Mm -hmm. You have it, right? And that's what people are looking for. Yeah. So how has that relatability been beneficial for you in ministry? It has been probably the top, I would say one of the top two or probably top two or three qualities that the Lord has blessed me with. Um, before before my preaching abilities, before my singing abilities. Right. Um, oh, I didn't even talk I about thrive. that. I thrive. Mean, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's plenty of people you can call call for that. But um but no, um my my ability to connect mm -hmm. uh with people has really been um what I thrive off of. And it's and it's Nothing that I have created is is all what God has anointed me with. Um, I really, really strive to connect with people from different backgrounds, different generations, mm -hmm. um, and different walks of life. Right. I, I that has been that has been the driving force of my personal ministry mm -hmm. for twenty two years. Right. Is how can I minister to someone without talking over them right how can i minister to someone where they understand on their level jesus used parables mm -hmm. you know and so while i may not be the most intelligent person you know i want to be able to appeal to the person who has letters in front of their name the letters right. behind their name right. just as the person 
who has not right. gone through any kind of post-secondary education, you know. Right, right. Um, my family has really helped with that. Yeah. Um, I call it a blessing that nobody in my family has ever preached because right, it didn't taint you exactly yeah. it, it it allowed me to kind of receive things from a fresh perspective right. i wasn't trying to mimic uncle so-and-so right, or, exactly. or dad or nothing like that um and that's tough that's a it, whole other conversation i yeah, promise you yeah, that we is. have to have yeah it is, it is, it is. <laughs> but that relatability is yeah. it, it, it has really it has really helped me um in my ministry and and that's one thing that I'll never, I will never ever forsake. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another question, mm -hmm. another idea I want us to talk through is cancel culture, right? My dad uh, just preached a sermon on cancel culture, and we live in a world where cancel culture is real, right? It is. And I think because we have to be so inclusive, because mm -hmm. people are so diverse so now, different. and yes. we have to be accepting to that, yes. right? Like we we can't shun people for their lifestyles. Right. We, we, we're trying to create inclusive environments, right. right? But we do have cancel culture. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, how do we maintain the gospel? Mm -hmm. I'm glad but you, I'm you glad get you, what I'm saying? I'm glad you used the word gospel. Right. First, we have to really understand what the gospel is. Mm -hmm. I think we have replaced what the true essence of the gospel is with church tradition. Mm. The gospel was here before the church got right, here. Right, right. And so what we have to understand is, is that the major premise of the gospel, the major premises of the gospel is love and sacrifice. Right. You know, is that God loved us so much right. in our sin. Right. That he came down into human flesh to die for our, our sin. sin. And so if we're preaching anything outside of that. Right. Anything that does not steer people back to the love of Christ what are we talking about? What are we preaching? Right. And I think sometimes we spend we spend too much time majoring in minors when we get into church. <laughs> right. We fuss about if women can preach. Right. We fuss about if we ought to be doing devotion versus praise right. and worship. We 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 I mean literally we Again, we, this is a disclaimer. <laughs> this is no reflection on any of the churches. Neither one of our churches. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that's that is what we do as right. a people. We yes. we we get into these debates about about just yes. <laughs> thank you. Like everything that 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 really does not lead us to a greater cause. And so I think as a church, we really have to take a step back. Right. Like I said earlier, the church is filled with human beings. It's right. filled with people. Everyone has different walks of life. And I think where we mess up is is that. We spend time on certain sins that we can visibly see, mm -hmm. and we spend no time on the ones, on the ones that we, we can't. can't, right? Like because we, because that goes back yeah. to transparency, yeah. right? Because yeah. I want to just act like I got it all together, yeah. but I'm struggling with yeah. something, and don't even realize just because the people don't know that doesn't mean God doesn't right. know, right? Because and that's, the that's who we're wrong. living for, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And if we could get to that, if we could get to understanding that, like, it goes back to like wanting to be maskless in service, yeah. right? Like, I'm worshiping God, that's right? right? And I really, that's what I want us to get at, and I hope that the listeners that are listening, our Absolutely. millennials, our Gen Zers, understand mm -hmm. that even though it might feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. when you walk into places, yeah. and I hope that they find, uh, yeah, I hope that they find worship 
uh, places that are welcoming, that they feel welcome. But even if they get in a situation where they don't feel welcome, understanding that it's about the relationship with you and God and not the religion. That's right. All right. I want to finish with this closing thought. Okay. Okay. I have so many other things I want to talk about, but (laughs) you know what? Yeah. Um, So this closing thought is centered around the loneliness of being a millennial in the church, right? Mm -hmm. So we kind of touched on this at the beginning, but like I said, it saddens me. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand that people may seek and find God in other places, Mm -hmm. but as a millennial Mm -hmm. in church, it's you you look around and you see the generation gap right yeah. and it's lonely it right is. and and it feels like even when i have conversations with people like yeah. come to service or why don't you you know it's like sometimes you do you feel like weird like yeah. because i'm i'm pushing something we have that, become yeah. we who are millennials who are in church and who are actively in mm-hmm. church we have literally become a new minority right um I am a part of an organization. Um, your parents are a part of it as well. Um, and this organization, uh, on paper, mm-hmm. has over 500,000 members. Right. Um, I am literally the youngest person in leadership <laughs> right. in this organization. Right. And sometimes during the gatherings, the conferences, the conventions, I am the youngest person in right. the room. Right, right. And while the older generations, I gotta have a conversation they, with your wife. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a whole nother. Yeah, right. Yeah. So while the older generations they praise that, I'm sad. Yeah. Because I have no one to connect yeah. with. You know. Um. And and it, it is sad. And I do want people. Let let me let me say this emphatically. Mm-hmm. I want millennials in the church. Me too. I want Gen Zers in the church. Yeah. And the reason why is because. We have something to offer that will make our ancestors so, so proud. proud. Because what this is this is the biggest question of the of the night is what's going to happen to the church? What what happens when the baby boomers, all of these people leave? Unfortunately, if how if how would that make us feel? You get what I'm saying? It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a, a sad day if we cannot find a way to do something but we to gotta create get a narrative out of our to get, own way. We do. And, we and do. that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it saddens me because at the end of the day, and, and me and my mom talk about this all the time, mm-hmm. I would hate to be in the church 50, 60, 70 some years and I've been in the way that's of right. growth. That's right. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to die and go to hell yeah. because yeah. I got in my own way. Right, right. You, you get what I'm saying? I'm telling you. And that's and that's a lot of times what happens. We we actually talked about that last night dealing with mental health and peace. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we stunt our own growth because that what God said that He would do. Right. We get in the way of that. Right. You know, um, even even down to our churches, even the growth of our churches. Yeah. Um, the spiritual growth, the numerical growth of our churches. We try to do so many different things, and a lot of times we leave God out of the equation. Right. And I think that is one thing that turns. <laughs> The younger generation all it, it is because they find they're and and this is just a reality they're finding god in tiktok yeah you know you can scroll up and down tiktok and have gone to several different services yeah. or watch someone talking about the ancestors watch mm-hmm. someone talking about rocks yeah. and chakras and all yeah. that and and we can get in church and we get on our soapboxes and we shout against those things 
but those things have been made available to millennials and Gen Zers. Right. So what are we doing to get on those platforms? Right. You know, with excellence. Right. right. With excellence. Ooh, with excellence. Okay. That's a whole nother, Ooh. you know. <laughs> See, I told you this got to be part yeah. three. Yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. So closing thought, give our listeners, those millennials, those Gen Zers out there that that are seeking to find God elsewhere. Okay. We want them to know that being a part of a fellowship mm-hmm. is powerful, it right? Is. You know, it you is. can go into church on a, on a Sunday morning and feel one way and leave yeah. completely transformed. Absolutely. Leave them with a closing thought on just the value of finding fellowship. Historically, the church has been the driving force for community advancement. Before there was before there was ever any type of educational institution, there was the church. Right. Before you acknowledged your doctors, your teachers, anything, yeah. you acknowledged the preaching. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage all of my sisters and brothers out there. Every church has its problems. Yeah. But the only reason why churches have problems is because people are there. People. And so problems does exist. Does exist. But there's something greater than the people there, and that is God. God is in the church. Hallelujah. And I want all of my sisters, my brothers, my family, I want you all to understand that while every church is not perfect, there is a church church out there that is perfect for For you. you. Um, So so find you a church, pray about it, seek God about it, date some churches. Yeah. We talk about church hopping, but sometimes you need to do it to see which one is the right fit. Right. Uh, date just some settle, churches just settle and find you, yeah. find you one, mm-hmm. you know, serve, work, yes. don't get caught up in the faces, don't get caught up in the people, go and do what you need to do and, and, and long live the church, long Man, live the church. This conversation, long live the church, long live the hashtag church. long live the church. Yes. Listen, this conversation has been, it, it was a conversation I needed, yeah. you get Same what I'm here. saying? Same to here. stay encouraged in yes. the faith, I wish I'll never not be, yeah. but just you know, just continuing to witness the people. Absolutely. Um, so guys, again, you have heard Religion Verse Relationship, the Millennial and Gen Zers Dilemma with Pastor Alexander Gibson. Stay tuned for our next episode. Oh my gosh. Awesome. That was so good. That, <laughs> that was, was so good. good.